Spirit is not playing. With your prices? Yeah, like, I, I'm still trying to find flights that make sense to me. And look, just just in the, ask, in, in the idea of just looking at what I'm seeing, look, all the flights. That's not bad prices. Look at the airline. I mean, I mean, if you want to go. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, where they... It's a lot. It, just, it, hey, spirit. Don't care about your spirit. <laughs> you about to go with the spirits when you're on there. That's what it feel like. I would. It's like, how you upgrade and you still feel like you... <laughs> I just don't understand how you trust uh airline where their colors of marketing is caution tape. All right, Greg. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what you said it, but believe it or not, I've been on Frontier and not Spirit. Maybe I feel like I've been on Spirit, but maybe I was like younger and I didn't know that I was on Spirit. But I think I've been on Frontier and I feel like they're kind of similar. I've never flown Frontier or Spirit. Okay. I, I've flown it like... I was outside. Um, I flown it and it was very, very inconvenient. Like you don't just walk like you gotta go outside like on the tarmac and then you gotta go onto the plane. When I went to Ghana, we that was the first time I ever got on the tarmac. That was kinda cool to me. I felt like a star. You felt like a star? Yeah, we you're not on the jet. Don't take it away from me. Okay. Well we had to walk up the stairs. Yeah, me too. I, I, I thought I was, was on so Frontier dope. when I did it. I just want to let you know that I had the I same was experience on as you. The airline had gone away. I just want to say that we had the same experience. It's just it wasn't that great for me. But actually, um, during that time, I couldn't walk like that. I was still like I had like you know like I had to get like accessibility mm-hmm. when I would travel. So I would actually have to get the person to like you push was me. You know you couldn't walk. It's crazy. Sure, you was outside, outside. Yes, I was. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Crazy. No, I'm serious. Like I, <laughs> I was. Yeah, no, like, and if I could walk, it wouldn't be for long distances. And you know, like, in some airports, depending on what airport, um, Newark is one. But mm-hmm. to go to like different ones, like Atlanta, Houston, like they're huge airports. Sure. So um, I don't know, whatever airport it was, like, I knew that I couldn't walk. I was still, I think, kind of on crutches, but I wasn't. Like, it was enough that I could make it, but it probably, probably should have been on crutches. Shout out to physical therapy, but um. You had someone push me, but I was being pushed onto the tarmac. That is not comfortable. <laughs> that is not comfortable because then, then you got to go rolled up. <laughs> no, they don't care at Frontier. It's not like I was like I'm going on a jet. Did you get on the plane first? Did I get? No. Well, I was probably the around of the first people, but there was a lot of people that was messed up going on Frontier. Like some people were messed up. <laughs> I don't know how big the plane is that you feel like you had to be were able to go on. To the term, I don't. I don't know if he's, that's a thing. That was like maybe the the first and last time I've ever like flew. Can I make a suggestion? To just what? about first class. You ever what? flew first class? No, I've never first like business class. Yes, I've I, like I've been so close to first class that I can touch it, but I've never. I've flown first class. It was amazing. Yeah, you think I should do it? No, absolutely. But listen, let me say this. This is what they should do for okay. first class. Okay. And, and and for the people who fly first class, just think about this, right? Okay. You should want to board the plane last. Why? Why do you want to get in your seat and have all these people bump you? Or you got to wait and smell somebody because they waiting for their seat to go all the way to the back 
and it's all these lines. Like, I don't want these brokies near me. So the idea of even being able to board first is usually the idea that, like, you have the first comfort to be able to, like, relax. And usually, like, first class, from my understanding, like, they even get amenities while they're just sitting there while everyone is going. See, I... For me, I could care less about that. That's why you don't travel it frequently. I just, I'd rather not have some big nigga rub his big ass ass on my shoulder waiting for old girl to put her shit in the upper deck that don't even fit. That's cool. But wouldn't you want to know that all this time that you've been waiting in the airport, it's not like you just walked in, that now you're on the plane and you are good? No, because, I mean, sure, yes, I could see the, the positives of that too. But I also want to stroll into the airport, too. Like, I don't feel like I want to be there early. So if I know my first class is the last aboard, I'm strolling in here like I'm feeling like the man when I walk through. But you could do that anyway. Like, once you're in first class, you could go in at, at any time. You're expected oh, to go first. But if there was, they're on seven, you can walk past seven. And then you get in. And the real benefit for me in being in first class is that you get offers. You know what? I'm over you. I hate being... I hate it that when I got to wait to get off the airplane. I don't mind waiting to get off the airplane. I just don't like when people stand up when they're all the way in the back of the airplane. That's me. Because I'm like, if I could zoom through this shit, I'll be the person, before they even say take the shit off, take your seatbelt off, it's already off and I got my stuff from the overhead ready to go. You're annoying. Because we're not going anywhere and you just now started... Uh, conducting extra heat that's not needed because now it's not like the air conditioner's on anymore. That's fair. Okay, there's a lot of no, things I, happening. I don't care about y'all no, niggas. because sometimes you don't just because you land doesn't mean you're always getting off the plane right away. And sometimes that's the thing you get. I want to. Okay, and guess what? Now I've been sitting down in this little cramped ass seat. Okay, for however many hours. Yes. Get me the fuck off this plane. Guess what? Everybody feels the same way as you, Greg. That's why. I've, that, that, that's why, why would you want to be on it even longer in first It has line? nothing to do with being there even longer. First of all, you're on the front, so you should get off first. It makes sense. I know what I'm saying. But I... then you have you from 34B because you feel like you want to get up and you don't want to be on a plane. Is zooming past first class because we have landed and they said that you did yep. it. People, I don't understand why people like the window seat. That's dumb to me too. Nope, give me the aisle seat. I'm good with it. I can stretch my legs. I'm the first one up. And that's why you begin the big dudes rubbing on your face when they walk by. And this is why I would want to get on the plane last if I was in first class. Okay, that's fine. I, I'm totally fine with getting on airplanes first. I actually liked it when I was a little, a little disabled that I was able to get it. Yeah, because they let, like, it's women and children and, they, like, the people in the military and people that are that need extra time to board. And that would be me because it really would take me a like, moment or I would be pushed onto the airplane at that time. It got to a point where I realized, like, I don't need to do it anymore. Even though sometimes I feel like, depending on the airport, that I should. Did you wear shades? Do I wear shades when I do it? No, I'm, 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 I'm okay with looking people in the eye. The thing is, is just because you don't see anything wrong with me doesn't mean that there's anything. There's nothing wrong with me. I, I don't, I don't have this stigma because I know what happened to me. I can only do but so much. Now, I understand that there's people. That there's nothing wrong with them. Like the people that be going to Walmart and just be sitting in them little chair things and just be zooming through the aisles. So you take away their experiences for the people that actually probably would have needed it. And now I'm limping through each aisle trying to find Yo, a candidate drive. 
Because you see them do it, right? And sometimes they don't even be buying nothing. And when it don't work, they get mad. I'm over that. And I'm like, what do you get mad? You don't need this. You Mm -mm. don't need this. No, not when they park it and they get up and they walk away. Okay. Not going to lie. If there was two working, I would hope me and a friend would have racism. See? And this is exactly (laughs) this. This is This is it. This is it. Okay. All right. All right. Banter. That was super whack. Banter. That's there we go. Banter question for today. Name me your top five fruits. Top five fruits? Top five fruits. Does it have to be in a particular order? Nope. Okay. (laughs) I like green grapes. Okay. I like cherries. Okay. I like watermelon. I really do like That's watermelon. Okay. Right. Um, I like tangerines more than oranges, but I do like oranges, but prefer tangerines. Is that the so same? It they they can't be the same. Yeah, I don't think they're the same. I think they're two different fruits. You think so? They still I have a citrus. So. I feel like a tangerine is just a So it's a different size of cereal. Don't mean it's different. Absolutely mean it's different cereal. No, I can get I can get X cereal, which is X amount of ounces. Fruity Pebbles is five ninety nine. Shoprite's Fruity. You're talking about branding. I'm talking about the sizing. So just because you get like the family size and I can get the original size, pricing is different. That's what I'm trying to say with the oranges. No, that's but that's that's quality. Um, quantity. Okay, no, it's it's. I'm thinking about sizes. Is a chicken, I'm getting a chicken the same thing. A chicken and a chicken. A chick and a chicken. In a in a like, if I'm looking at it generally. Sure. That that's chicken. Okay. If you eat a piece of chicken, Greg, and one is small and one is big, you're gonna say, "Ooh, I'm eating a chick." No, I think there's just a difference between a chick and a chicken. There's a difference between a chicken physically, and a physically, yes, but they're still. Gonna be chicken. No, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'll see. I'll see. At this point, now we're here. I'm gonna go into that. How many do I have so far, anyway? If tangerine and orange is four. No, I'm not. They're not. That's one. That's my fourth. Okay. 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 Tangerine, oranges. What would I just eat that I love? I'm thinking of like fruit platters. Pineapple. I love pineapples. You said you like cherries? Yes. You're like the second person this week that told me you like cherries. Yes. Cherries is a weird fruit to like. I like both the cherries too. I like the cocktail cherries and I like the original cherries. So, that makes sense. Okay. Wait, I want to find out if Tangerine... Okay. Um, they're they're the same citrus family, so they're not the same. <laughs> so I prefer tangerines, but I like the way oranges. Some oranges are good, but I prefer tangerines. But yeah. sorry, Greg, go ahead. No, it's cool. Um, top five fruits of all time. <laughs> Guess we're not getting any uh, promotion from that. 
We're not going to be any sponsorships there. Shout oh, out to shit. Keep hiding now. <laughs> Make sure you mark that, Gigi. Oh, no. <laughs> He, th- he don't. He can't even throw the rock and throw it in. He gotta go pick it up. All right, fine. Woo! Nah, top five fruits of all time. <laughs> Yo. Yo. No sponsorships. <laughs> Nothing. Yo! That was wow. That was good. I thought it was hilarious. I still do think. It was you know hilarious. what? I think in a certain audience and people. Absolutely. Wrong audience and people. <laughs> Uh, Top five fruits of all time uh, In no particular order I think it's mangoes Oh I like mangoes too I think it's grapes Which ones? Green grapes I like green ones too I don't have an adversity to purple ones I like purple grapes but I I like green grapes I would prefer good purple grapes And like not like the the puny ones I'm talking about paws but the but the bigger ones? Yeah, uh, they're too much grape for me. <laughs> you like putting them in your mouth, them little ball grapes. I know what you're talking about. Them little giant ass got steroids in their ass grapes. <laughs> I know you're talking about. They got the seeds in them. Yes. Yeah, I, I know you're talking about. Yeah, you be back. <laughs> I, I, I do not. <laughs> pause. Hold up. And you say that the grapes got seeds in them? It's even worse. <laughs> that is wild. I'm screaming. Oh, my God. But yes, okay, so what I say, purple grapes, bangles, pineapples, love me some pineapples. I love pineapples. Um, woo, I don't really like fruits too much. But that's not true. Really? I don't, you don't like strawberries? They're okay. It's not like a... a think about, food. think about, okay, pineapple. Ooh, you like apples? Maybe like green apples? apples. I like green apples. I like apples. Yeah, you... A plum. A like plum it? is definitely up there. You sure it's not a prune? It's a plum? No, nah, it's a plum. I used to love plums, but like I used to like the ripe, hard ones. I didn't That's care for the soft one. No, no, no. They're purple. Oh. And I like mine to be soft. Oh. Yeah, I don't want mine to be soft. I like mine to be like... I bet you do. Like, I like that. <laughs> but then, like, sometimes, like, they don't always have the flavor in it. But then even if they have, like, a pocket of the soft spot, that means, like, there's a juice and I go... Oh my god, I love plums. You know what? Okay. That could be on my list. I like plums. Plums, is, plums, plums are good. Are okay, right. you know what? What? What did I? I'm gonna start taking things over. I really do like watermelon though. I like sugar cane too. I think sugar cane is considered a fruit. Yeah, isn't it a fruit? What? Is, what do you think it is? Just something that niggas chew on. Hmm. All right, continue. I don't know if it's a fruit or not. But I think I'm gonna put watermelon up there. So for me, it's mangoes, fruit. Ooh, <laughs> mangoes, fruit. Wow. mangoes, purple grapes, plums, pineapple, watermelon. Just like a nigga. Sugarcane is not a fruit nor vegetable. It is a type of something that gets very narrow grass like bamboo. Fresh. Perian- they, they, they just want to put something that perennial grass. Sugar and stores the sugar in this. Wow, yeah, so it's, it's not a fruit or a vegetable. Something that niggas just buy on. Yo, it's so good. It's so good. My grandfather used to bring it. Oh, you that. ever had canepas? I don't, I don't even know what that is. Yes, you do. It's like, it's it's green and you bite into it and it has like this. But you don't, like, it's like a big ass seed in it. Yes, and then you just kind of suck on it and get the juice. Those are the dumbest things ever created. Ah, I love them. Absolutely. What are you biting? What are you getting out of that? Juices. 
I bet you you are to give me a cola patuta juice. All right, let's come move on. <laughs> um, Whatever that shit is called. Any food you don't like? Fruit I don't like. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> Bark that too. <laughs> I'm not even gonna respond because it's too much editing. Um, food I don't like. I'm not a fan of cantaloupe. Like cantaloupe. I'm not. A, I mean, you know what? I think I like cantaloupe and not a melon, or vice versa. I, like I just know. Melon? I'm just like I'm thinking of like when I'm eating like a fruit, like salad. <laughs> Um, like the things that I like, I'll eat. But if they're like super sweet and I'm on one, we, we out here, I'm eating all of it. But like, I'll pick through it. I'm trying to think. I think it's a melon. Maybe I'm into cantaloupe, but I'm not into melons. Hmm. But I like mangoes. I love mangoes. I don't, I don't care for kiwi. Me either. I think people. I think kiwi juice is like okay, but like to eat the kiwi fruit. fruit is the most overrated fruits in the world. Because dragon fruit really don't taste like nothing. It just look like something, but it don't taste like nothing. I I totally agree. It's so pretty. Yes, it's a pretty looking fruit. You know, even like when you like try to eat it, you're like, ooh, but it don't taste like anything. It's like, are you really a fruit? Why? What happened? Who took Um, it away? I don't care for bananas. I didn't care for bananas until, like, my body was calling for bananas at one point in time. Pause. Is that a pause? I mean, you're uh, a female. If I would have said that, absolutely. No. Um, yeah, and there's moments, but I also don't care for the soft bananas. You got to be a ripe banana. Like, I don't care for but it has to also have flavor in it. So I want it to be, like, you know, crisp when I bite into it. Like, I don't want it to be, like, all soft and, like... Like you know, ready to just let it go. Yeah, like I don't, I don't want that. With the foreskin. I've been with someone like that. With the with the the turtleneck. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, I can say if you are, if you have chemistry, and you with it, and the person is hide like hygienically like. Making sure that their body is clean, you can enjoy it properly. Because if you know how to do it, if not, then you're just gonna be weird. Cause you gotta like slick it back. You can't just you don't just take it all in your mouth. Cause then you, it's like you putting the sweatshirt in your mouth. You gotta take the sweatshirt off, or like take the sweatshirt kind of down like this, and then or it's like a peekaboo. And that was penis lessons with Gigi. You know, all penises need love. You know. Yeah, sure.
What it do, people? Welcome to Convo 103 of Just a Conversation with Greg and Gigi. I'm the person that talks first. And I'm joined by my sister. What it do, shorty? You be letting them overlap. Like, you got to let yours, like, ride. Let it rest. Let them take in. Yo, laugh, Greg. Your name, Greg. You got to let them do that. For a whole two hours. That's not the point. The point is that you have a tag. You just got to let it rest, you know? Like, you got to let it breathe. Let them know who you are. You're the person that talks first, Greg. And they know it. And the person that did the intro, which was really dope. I thought I liked... I I, I know I told you that I liked the new intro. Mm-hmm. I love the new intro. So, toast to you, Greg. Hey, cheers I like to it. Me. I think it speaks more to me than ever. Like, I feel like you, you, you took my personality and you put it on there. I like that. Thank you, Greg. (laughs) I was complimenting you, Greg. I appreciate it. No, that was a backhanded compliment of complimenting yourself. How was I complimenting myself? The only way that I was able to do the intro. I heard it wrong. Sorry. Nope. I understand. You are. I'm the one that's on it, not you, Greg. It's all right. I guess we have it at the same time. (laughs) But how are you? What? How are you? How was your week? It's like How you proactively your... not talk to me today. It's been like a whole hour. I mean, not today, this week. That wait, is Greg. Not... Wait, wait, wait. Hi, everyone. Okay, Greg. That's not true. That's how I felt. Twice this week. And you did not pick up the phone. Pick up the phone, baby. I still don't... That doesn't change how I feel. Okay. I said we didn't talk. I didn't say you didn't call me. You said you feel... You said you feel like I didn't purposely talk to you on purpose. That's how I felt. You called me at times that I wasn't available, meaning it was on purpose. Sure. Because I know exactly what you're doing exactly every minute and every moment. Well, that's that's subjective, y'all. How was... Oh. How? How? Tell me. I don't, I don't know what you do. You know where I'm at. No, I don't. Okay. That's my choice. Yo, you are a weird one, Mr. Grinch. You think I'm a Grinch? Wow. You're a munch. A what? What is a... You just made that up for no reason. Oh, you thought I was feeling you? I don't know what's happening here. That's the song, Greg. What song? Ice Spice song. Yeah, I don't even listen to the only thing I know about Ice Spice. <laughs> you know the song, Greg. You I know the song. Yes, you do know. know the song. That's the only the song? song that you would know. Oh, you thought I was feeling you? I don't know what you're talking about. You a munch, Greg. All right. So, how, how you, are What you? you know about Ice Spice, Greg? Absolutely. You know what I know about Ice Spice. What do you know? What I know. What do you know? Mm. You know about social media, huh? No. Oh, she got a sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I've been, this week went by super fast. It made me feel a little scary, I want to say, only because like January started, life hit me, and now I'm in February and I'm like, we about to get through the first quarter. What's up? And so it, it's been really tricky because I'm trying to balance 
sense of self, where I'm supposed to be, mental health, self-care, and even just trying to like keep myself going at the same time. And it's just like, time is going by really fast. And I'm like, do I even have enough time to decompress or even let anything process? Do I, am I supposed to just go? Am I supposed to rest in the first quarter? Am I, and then, then pick up like I never left in the second? Am I supposed to move like um Mahomes and even though I got the sprained ankle I'm still playing like I don't I'm I'm really like new in this because I've been watching football I like it well I've shut stop Greg now you got me talking like I'm fresh out um <laughs> don't do that don't do that I do not no, because I you I think you underestimate like yes I'm girly but I used to be a real big tomboy Greg you okay. just, you just, did, have you ever known? You don't know that part of me. No. Yes. I used to play, well, uh, yeah, I used to play basketball. No, no, you tell me every time, and I think it's still funny. Really? Well, you know, I think it's funny. I was really fast, too. I bet you you were. It was. <laughs> I love basketball. I used to try to play like flag football because obviously we can't do tackle because that would have been bad, but. They got a whole tackling league now for females. Pretty good football, too. I like oh, um, outside of that, uh, I'm still just trying to push through. I'm trying to stay positive. I do have my off days. Um, I nut it. Thank you for your prayers. I knew it. I knew that if I put that out there, that it would have manifested and it would have came through, and I would have been all right. Thank you. Now we, we clipping that. <laughs> now am I am I fully healed? No. Um, but it did Just feel good drained. to kinda No no no, I don't feel drained. That that's why we're still able to kinda like get through. Like I was I was able to kinda release something. I feel like there was like a lot of built up. I was I was telling y'all, like I know I don't well no, I share. Obviously we're here now. But like I feel like there's like a lot of built up like just energy that I needed to release. And every time that I've tried, like it wasn't succeeding. And I finally, now granted, I'm gonna go back, but I'm even in a space where I'm okay. You know what I'm, I'm, I'm good for a little bit. I, I, I can now kind of find a little bit of more footing, find more time for things, but I really needed it to get, but outside of me, Greg, how are you? She can breathe again. Breathe. A little bit. I, 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 Greg, it was a problem. Mm-hmm. But now we're working through that. I mean, there's other. How are you, Greg? I'm all right. I've been chilling, working, putting my head down, and just doing what I need to do. Greg, don't be calling me. I'm just kidding. The, the eye roll is real. Um, I did not. I went to work every day this week. But I didn't go to work every day this week. Yes, he did. Allegedly. He worked every day. Even on Sundays if he has to. Um, super proud of uh, my numbers for, for powerlifting this week. Well, for the month. What was that? Um, I didn't you put it on Twitter? I did, yeah. Um I I did some some pretty pretty high numbers for my for myself. I think I could go even higher. But I just didn't have a 
a spot for two of them. So, Hi, but it'll be all right. Hi, I think next month yeah. is gonna be even better. Oh, um, I like that sexual transmutation, Greg. Yeah, I keep telling you, I don't give two shits about that. I'm trying would, to see you like in this space where you are rather, not nutting and exchanging energy with 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 individuals that are not worth your energy. That you're able to put that in uh, and poop. You're able to put that in other things that allow you to see success in things that you are putting your energy into. Look at your ability to achieve. To even, I'm not saying that that you wouldn't have done it if you was nothing, you but are. just see That's how exactly you, how much more energy you're able to put into it because you're not nutty. I disagree with all of what you just said. I'm saying is that the difference, like the thing about sexual transmutation, is that men bullshit provide, men give, women receive. Even though energy is exchanged, that's why y'all got the swords. That's why we have the treasure chest. <laughs> Try again. Okay, the sword holder. I don't know what you want to say. I don't know what you want to call it. Sword holder is better, actually. Whatever. Actually, let's be great. Sometimes <laughs> they keep it in there. Good one. All right, fine. Um, and the idea is that um, men, when they are even like even when they're like most vulnerable, like they give in other ways because that's who they are known to be. So you ever notice like sometimes men that really don't have nothing. Don't got it. Got the got one of the are considered or con, or have the conversation that they may have really great penis. It's because they have nothing else to give, and at the same time, that's the only energy that they're able to provide. On the other hand, because somebody just popped into my head, and I didn't want to shout nobody out. <laughs> Homosexuals are real. Um, what? But on the other hand, sexual change. <laughs> the fuck was that? I just want to let people know that they are real. We all know that. Already. I just want to say, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is woo. I haven't had those experiences though, but I'm just saying, you know, that they are real. Um, like having sex with a homosexual. Hobosexual, meaning the an individual. I dead ass thought you said homosexual. No, Greg. <laughs> That's politically insensitive. I am so glad that I said something there because I thought you said homosexual. Hobo with a B. Didn't hear the B. Hobo. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. Hobosexual is a person that tends to meet someone, have sex with them, and end up like living with them because they really don't have no place to stay. So it's not that I really want to be with you. Is that that I don't have a... You know what? I don't don't really know. Believe it or not, I felt like... I think it makes complete sense, though. No, it's a good term. I just want to know who made it up. Um, that's that is. But yeah. yeah, but some people do that. Like they really don't have no place to stay, and so they, so they, they profit off their penis or, or vagina. vagina. Yes, <laughs> but I feel like we're going off a tangent when I want to talk about sexual transmutation and the idea with men having swords and women having sword holders is that men. Um, are presented to provide this energy. That's why, like, you guys are provide, like, the eggs and the sperm, and we're supposed to harvest, and we're supposed to grow those in us. So same thing, even though you're not providing us with a seed, you're still providing us with energy. And that's why people say, like, be careful who you sleep with, because whatever energy that they're carrying, you can get that without you even knowing. You could have this chip on your shoulder after fucking somebody you never met before because they've been holding on to a lot of shit and they busted your ass and released it all then you. Even if it is, <laughs> even if there was a condom, because that's still energy being exchanged. Now, even if there's not a condom, that absolutely um, provides a connection. So men 
to even say that because I think women are the prize. But men... Men, we are the prize, too. Women are the prize. Men, we are the prize. But I do believe that men harness... Without men and, and without women, we wouldn't be able to have children, technically, outside of, like, you know, science. Not true. Yes. Um, and so that without one... With, I feel like I'm losing my train of thought and I'm trying to... Basically, mm-hmm. to conserve your energy and understand how much not only is your sperm is powerful, but the energy that you exert to whatever thing that you put your energy into. So think about it. Think about you and your passion when it comes to work, right? Mm-hmm. Then think about you and your passion when you're about to bust my ass. Think about how much you put into it and how much you feel. I got enough energy and effort for both. <laughs> yes. But when it's somebody that you know that has some substance and it feels different. When there's an exchange that the person that you want wants you, there's a different exchange. There's a different vibration. When you know that you're just getting off on something that you're just getting off, it's different. You feel different. You don't even feel as light. You don't even feel like I want to make you a sandwich. I'm ready for you to go. I have relieved myself. Thank you for the experience and go. Have you ever noticed that there's a difference between that? No? I've had those experiences. You you haven't had those experiences? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying is that like, so you know that. And it's not even that there's anything wrong with that person. You just realize that this energy that you exchange, you no longer want to deal in that space. Thank you. And now you want to clear your space. You want to take a shower. You want to deal with your space alone. Is that because that energy that you exchanged with wasn't for you? You're laughing. What? Greg, what's up? We're on camera. All right. Because somebody instantly popped in my head. Damn, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, can we please jump into topic? Let's do it. I'm not, you want me to go first? What's up? Because I've been talking all this time, so you should just go first. Okay. Oh my gosh. All right. So my topic is please. Wow, this wasn't even Benter. Who you thought about? Yes. I still disagree with the whole trans. What, what, what that's what I'm called? saying. Sexual transmutation. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that. You don't care no. about semen retention. No, not in the slightest of bit. And what, I'm not going to put myself out there or any man out there, mm-hmm. but no, I just don't. No, no, no. I would rather be intimate than. It's not, it's not about not being intimate. It it's is about not being intimate. No, it's about controlling who you're, not even, con- not controlling, because obviously you're, everyone's an adult and you can control who you want to be with. It's understanding, especially like as a single man, Greg, and even just as a single woman, is that you can exchange energy with anybody that you choose. Anybody. Okay. But once you realize that you don't need to have sex and that it's a want that you are able, depending on where you're at, to choose partners that feed into that energy instead of taking it away. You know, some people feel better after they release. Most men feel better after they release. It's just that the idea is that once you release, everybody feel good. It's the re, it's the it's what happens after you release. Yes, yeah, so for some people, it gets them going. Like it makes them think clearly. It makes them yes. be, like work thirty times more. Like their output is crazy because of the energy that's being exerted back to them, Greg. But you making it seem like <laughs> that. It, the the person matters, and for me, I don't think that's necessarily the truth. Okay, 
I just want you to think about that. But it's okay I, I, if you don't I think really about am. it. I think that you're thinking about it, and I think you. Okay. If, no, if you, I, I am thinking about it. It. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit. Mm. I'm just. I and and like I said. It's whatever. I mean, I've done it, but I really think that it's a man thing. But I do believe that it harnesses other things and it allows your sperm to be more potent. I think it allows you as a man to be able to see even more confidence in yourself because a man that can fuck... does it have to be? What? For it to be considered... What's the word? This is how bad... I, this is how much I disagree with it. I don't even know what the word is. A sexual transmutation? Yes. How uh, long does it have to be? Because say you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, could, could that still be a thing in your That's relationship? That's a conversation that you should have with your partner. But so how long would that usually be? People, usually people that end up being, that are in relationships, <laughs> I don't even know if, it, and please, you guys correct me, but they do edging, meaning then they're not coming. They may have sexual acts, but they will not come. So they okay. are still part of sexual temptation sure. because sexual temptation is really you releasing. It's not about actually you so getting is, is off. A time, a, so, a time associated to this. Um, I, I don't, I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But I, if, if I'm like just giving time, you like every ten times you have sex, you bust. No, I think if I'm just giving you uh, just a clear general. Th- Hold on, yes, listen, that's weird. I don't know where it is. Um, if I'm giving you a clear general, sorry, everyone, um, just thought, I think it's when you start setting um, markers for yourself. Um, what I did for me was I wanted to go 100 days without masturbation, without sex. And I wanted to see if I was able to do it. Did you see? 111 days, Greg. Congratulations. I know. And then I got my ass bust and I was like, oh, man, I'm so good to be what back. Was the, what, what was the ROI on that? Um, for me, I got to kind of tap into me more, uh, outside of my sexuality. I found out what my other parts of me that made me feminine and, um, outside of being, uh, sexual, I found other ways to be intimate, not just with myself, but with someone that I was interested in. Um, I had to also relearn my femininity in that time because, I felt like I was like, I don't want to say I was overtly sexual because I love sex, but a part of me like always just want to like grab on someone and I don't always feel like that's a thing. So I wanted to kind of revisit just me and where I was and I learned more about who I was. I got more in touch with um, loving me. I got more in touch with what satisfied me. I got more in touch of what I wanted, what I needed. And like, it was just more clarity into what it was. It just wasn't about getting off because sex is amazing. But at the same time, like it could be distracting. It can really take you away from what you have to do because you're so focused on the next nut. Like it's a drug instead of you actually trying to focus on what was going on. And for me, I was able to find a balance. Not saying that I got overly consumed with penis, which sounds amazing if I hear that in my like thoughts at this moment. But I did understand that there was a moment in time where that was like in my face pause. And it was like it was like a carrot. I just wanted to like, every time I did. 
And I was like, but what else do you what what else can you do? Tell me what else can you do? You so. are on one today. <laughs> We're here now. Um yeah. the wind outside is crazy. Yo, it was stupid cold today to the point where I was just like, this don't make any sense. It's gonna be colder tomorrow, and I hate it. How was it gonna be colder today? The lowest was like 16. But that wasn't the expectation. That tomorrow is 25 and the lowest is eight. Hmm. And that's just the expectation. I'm gonna go for a walk. You know what? To chap lips. That's why you got you gum. Mm. Um, jump into the topics? Yeah, you go. All right. So, first topic of the night. What is your favorite quote from any form of media? That could be television, movies, songs, books, poems. Favorite quote? Just do it, Nike. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I just, I'm mad that that was that one line made them billions of dollars. And it makes sense though. Just do that shit. I mean, I mean you got a check mark. Where else are you gonna do it? <laughs> I thought it was funny how they came across that check mark too. And yo, I feel bad for that um designer who created that logo. Why do you feel bad for them? She didn't ask for any royalties on it. She, she got paid. $2,500 for the logo with no no royalties on it whatsoever. Shut up to that. I feel bad for her. Yes and no. It's just like someone getting a bad record deal. Like, if you knew better, you would do better. But at that moment, you did. You wanted to provide a service to a company. They yep. gave you an amount of no, money. You are, you are and you took right. it. If you, if you were aware of what could have happened... Great. You also didn't know if they were going to keep it. You just know that they wanted to buy it. You're right. You, you There's people that buy things and they just keep it in the cut and they never put it out there, but they just don't want no one else to use it. I just thought that was, that's just crazy. Hmm. I would be sick. Okay. Um. So mine is from uh, one of the books I've already brought up. It's called Many Lives, Many Matters. Many Lives. Um, excuse me, Many Lives, Many Masters. And it's by Brian Wise. Um, and the quote is, each person must be concerned with him or herself, with making him or herself whole. We have a reason to, excuse me, we have lessons to learn, each one of us. They must be learned Sorry, I I circled it and I blocked letters. (laughs) I shouldn't have. I'm so sorry, everyone. Let me bring it back because I'm trying to see. Uh, okay, okay. Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back because I couldn't tell if it was the or one. Okay. Each person must be concerned with him or herself, with making him or herself whole. We have lessons to learn, each one of us. They must be learned one at a time. <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> reading of all time. In order. Only then can we know what the next person needs, what he or she lacks, or what we lack to make us whole. That's the quote. Why do you like it so much? 
I like it because um, just going on this journey about like purpose and and uh, seeing things in real life being literally moved without me even making these moves is showing me that in order for me to really talk to y'all or even to be able to be here and sit here and really feel like I can make a change in the world is really starting to find that within myself. I can't think that I can make the world hold or a better place or provide perspective if I haven't done that for myself. And believe it or not, I thought I learned my lesson, y'all. I thought I was walking in my purpose. I thought everything was kind of aligned. If we go back a couple of episodes, I was living my best life. The world was a great place to be. It was like everyone should be with me. Um, but then at the same time, it was like a tornado, hurricane, like a, literally a natural disaster changed the whole platform of my life, even up until this moment. And it has just shown me that like there's other things that I need to learn. There's things obviously like I was given, obviously, everything that I was that I thought that I was supposed to have and it was taken away. And so there's something else that I need to do. There's something else that I need to go get. And so knowing that and allowing someone, once I know that and I'm able to accept that, I feel like I'll be more comfortable to be saying like, hey, everyone's going to have their journey and you're going to find your answers within yourself. You might not even find your answers with me. My, my journey may just help you better understand where you're at, but everyone's going to find their own answers. You just got to allow yourself that opportunity. And it's scary, y'all. It's really, really scary. And that's why I like the quote. I like the quote because it allows you to know that you have to humble yourself. You are not perfection. There's Everyone has a lesson to learn. And even though you may think you're the smartest person in the room, I need you to walk out that room and go two doors over. You might learn something. Not even that. Just even if you are the smartest person in the room, just know that someone is still smarter than you outside that room. That's why out, that's when you go into the no, next but you room. can you can stay in that room if you if you choose to. But that's what See, I'm saying. But, but how do you grow when you when you allow yourself to stay in a room with when you're the smartest person? Who feeds into you? I, yourself. That's, that's, I mean, and even if you're saying that you're feeding into yourself, then at that point in time, everyone just follows what your thoughts are. I, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying, like in some, like that's one perspective of 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 that. I've always thought about when you told when you said that, like. Um, you shouldn't always want to be the smartest person in the room because how do you grow? Yes, growth is important, but also being the smartest person in the room is can be a positive thing as well because it it thrusts yourself to to see yourself as the shit. I think I think that is a self confidence. Oh that you need yes, to have. absolutely. But you're making it seem like I'm only in one room. It it my, when I'm putting that into perspective, it's saying that in all aspects of your life, you have seen that you are like on the top compared to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have an influence, you don't have an inspiration, you don't have a mentor. You don't, you're not able to see outside of your own greatness. And the thing is, is that your greatness is limited because you don't see outside of it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you that there's is, not going to be in spaces where you're going to be the smartest one in the room. That's how you feel like you need to be <laughs> smarter. No, I, you I, learn. I don't disagree with you, and I think that's one perspective. I think you think another perspective is that because I don't think enough people are in enough rooms where they are the smartest people, and because they're not in those in that room, they just always feel less than. You think that they feel like I think in some I think. Everyone should at some point in their life be in a position where they feel like they are the shit. Okay. 
And you only feel like you're the shit if you're in a room where you feel like you're better than everyone that's around you. I'm not saying yes and no, because sometimes I feel like you can feel like you're the shit that you allow that you were allowed to be in spaces with people that are around you. So let's say that I'm a upcoming producer and I happen to be able to be around uh, Pharrell and Swiss Beats and and Timberland, like because of how great that I because so although I may have been great, like I'm saying, like I may have been great in this room. I may not be the greatest in this room, but I'm around great. No, you're saying something completely different than what I'm saying, because I agree with that. I think that's just knowing that you belong. But some people never even get the chance to feel like they belong. And that's because they're always feel they always putting themselves in situations where they've never really got the chance to get those kind of compliments or to, to get that kind of like um feeling that like, damn, I am really the best person. In this room. Doesn't so when I mean... go to the next room or the next level, yes, I may not be the best here, but I do belong because I know when I was in that other room, I was the shit. But doesn't that mean that's the people that you surround yourself around? Yeah. and I, I, So that, that becomes subjective because if, I, if I'm in a room and I'm learning from the greats and I don't expect myself to be as great as them and I still put myself down, like, then that's on me. That's not on them. I've allowed the opportunity to be around people that are smarter than me. So I have nothing but opportunity to have knowledge to be poured into me mm-hmm. at any time. So there's nothing that's limiting my greatness at this point. If I still feel less than at that moment when I have all these tools readily available to me, that's on me. That's not on them. I'm not saying I, I agree with that, too. I think that's all an internal thing for sure. And I think as much as that is an internal thing, like you said, that's on you. I think you could put yourself in a position where... It's okay to feel like the, the the smartest person in a room. I don't. Yeah, I, I think that there are certain times like I think that I'm the smartest person in a room. Absolutely. Um, but that doesn't mean that's the spaces that I want to stay in. No, I don't. I didn't say stay. Like I like I to be challenged. I like to be fed into because when I do, when you are the smartest person in the room, people tend not to challenge you. They, Absolutely. They tend to listen and not ask questions. Or if they are asking questions, it's only complimenting what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make you think any other way. Absolutely. But when I'm in a room with even someone that has the same uh, intellect or the same motive, motives or the same inspiration as me and able to like kind of like challenge my thoughts, even if they agree with me, allows me to see things outside of me. I no. need to... Uh, that's... I 1,000% agree with... Like, okay. that's me too. Like, Pretty I am good. definitely... We agree. In those rooms. I just think... Yeah, I we do agree. I just believe that it's okay to, you know, sometimes hang out in that room where you are the smartest person just to build your self-confidence. Yeah. Go to both rooms, people. You got feet walk. My quote. You got feet walk. <laughs> nope, not doing that. So my quote is from the 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 greatest comedian of all time. Don't care what any of y'all say. It's from Dave Chappelle. From the Dave Chappelle show. Now, follow me. <laughs> when he was like, when he was he was playing as Rick James, and he said, they should have never gave y'all niggas money. That, I know it was a joke, and all the negative connotations with the word nigga and all that, but when you think about that line, think about how great black people are when they have opportunities. When we have when we have resources. Think about what we do. Nigga created a super soaker. When niggas got money, look at all these like 
athletes who have mad money and what they do for their communities now that they have money. They get back. LeBron James opens up one of the greatest schools in the country. I really believe, well, I mean, I do believe, white people don't want black people to have money because of they're afraid of what we'll do. History has shown that. History has shown that, absolutely. History has absolutely So that is my favorite, and because, because of that, like just because we all know that, that quote is way more profound than, than it's just a joke. They don't want to give us money. And they should never give us money because what we can do when we have money and resources, it's crazy. They should give us money. They should. The thing is, is that like, um, the, I, it actually gets deeper because it's more than giving us money. They don't have a problem giving us money now. Mm. We're getting paid. Go for it. It's about the control. Ooh, it's about power. It's not about the money now. They can give us millions but if we still getting paid by somebody, we don't have real power. We don't have real influence. Mm-hmm. We are only influenced based off who controls everything. Absolutely. So at this point, it's not even about giving the money. The idea is that the same way that they're pouring into communities, they're finding other ways to take away from the community. So it's it's like a balance. It's checks and balances at Absolutely. this point. Um, and I also believe that. And, and that's a, um, sorry to cut you off. It's okay. But even to say, like, even 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 in that vein of thought, think about how many black people are now becoming the people that's cutting the check. Yes, but guess what? There's still the, it's getting to the point where we are now seeing that even as business owners. There's still people above us. There's still these corporations. There's still these labels. There's still these streaming platforms that we're still using in order to get these brands, getting these platforms out. So, yes, we are owning these businesses. But what are you using to use these businesses? These website platforms. Guess who's building these website platforms? When you're using us, uh, podcasting, when you're you're streaming, what what platforms are you promoting your streamings? Like, it's still going into the idea of no matter of the ownership that we have at this point, there's still someone above us that's still controlling that profit line. We're going to get this, 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 this number. There's always somebody at the top making more than us because we need that in order for it to work. Hmm. I don't disagree. Okay, I mean, that's fine. I want to get up, so... Yeah, I don't disagree. Okay, that's I, it. Okay. No, go ahead. Say your thoughts. No, 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 I'm done with my thought. I don't have anything. I just, I said, I said what I said. I said what you said. I said what I said, and I said it. I want to fill my cup, and so I want to figure out when I can do that. <laughs> Wherever I did over there works. I don't think I need to put more of that in there because I'm here. But everything else, I like it. I like it. Oh, you talking about your concoction? Yeah. Got it. That was my best life. Yeah, so I know my topic was very quick. Sorry. I just thought it was cool. Um, Well, the thing is, is that, like, I wish I would have, like, had more time because I probably would have been more, like, open because I had so many quotes, like, so many books that I've read. But recently, if that was one of the books I read, and I've actually took screenshots and, like, I've circled, like, those quotes. Like, that's how profound Mm -hmm. when I was reading it at that time um, and where I was. So I was just like... Hmm. And actually, when I was even looking for a topic, like it popped up, and I was like, hmm. I said, you know, well, that, that works for me. So, I understand. Yeah, I feel like there's other quotes too, you know, fucking through it. I think that's a really good quote. Um, Nut if you buck. What is wrong with you? 
T-shirt and my panties on. I don't know, Greg. To be honest, we all liars. I'm just saying. That was that didn't go with mine. I didn't care because I was trying to get out of your nastiness of mind thoughts. I don't even know how I got here. A quote. Yeah. I was giving you song quotes. Yeah, you was giving me the 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 sure. Okay. Oh, there's a quote from a book before we leave your topic. There's a quote from a book called Eleven Minutes where and please, I'm just paraphrasing, basically is the person that you're in love with may not be your greatest lover, and the person that's your greatest lover may not be the person that you're in love with. I mean, that that is going to... I'm sorry. Your greatest love may not be your greatest lover. But you're, Are we talking about a person? Yes. And your greatest lover may not be your greatest love. Disagree with that. No, I think that you can you can meet someone that you can have phenomenal sex with, and you can not be with them. Why got to be such a physical thing? Why is, why is the physicality the only determination of love? Because that's in in the if that's what the quote was, if that's what the quote was referring to. Okay, then sure. Okay, so what person, did you take from the quote? Because I, the thing is, is, I read the book, so I understood where she was coming from. Got it. Because for what I when you say lover, I don't necessarily only equate that to just sex. I'm thinking, um. When I think of, I guess, lover. Because remember, she said her, the lo- greatest love, your greatest love of your life, may not be the person that might be your greatest lover. Meaning just because like the person that is supposed to be with you is may not have the best sex in the world. And the person with the best sex in the world that you've ever had may not be the person that's supposed to be the, your great, the, your, the love of your life. Oh, okay. What did you get I, out of that? I, I, I think I just heard it wrong. What did you What did you hear? I was thinking about just like I I I think what I heard from the like the first time you said it was like selective listening. Wow, or just not understanding too. Um, but that the person that you love, uh, the your your greatest lover. I don't know what I heard now that you reset it because now it's stuck in my head the way you said it. Okay, so I said your greatest love, your greatest love, your greatest love may not be your greatest lover and your greatest lover may not be your greatest love. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay. I I didn't hear that the first time. Okay, I may have not even said it. I don't don't know how I said it the first time. But then that was one of the quotes that like spoke high to me because she was just a woman also just kind of finding herself in that space and she found someone who she was literally like, chemistry sexually on point but it wasn't there and she found someone that was there mentally emotionally and sexually may have not provided her with the same feeling that she had with oh boy you think those people could be in a relationship what do you mean like i don't care what nobody say if you are pleasing someone physically that's going to be a detriment to your relationship i don't but ask me the question because i i think you've you got you fast forward and I don't know. No, because I was I was giving I was saying, do you think people like that can be in a relationship who, um, who is with someone just because they do they they fulfill they check every box but the intimacy box. I think yes, I think some some women do that. I don't I, know if men do it, but I know that some women. I don't. Do it. I just don't see why. You know what? That is fair. But I I, I you know what. I think that men do it too. They just probably end up cheating, but I think that men do it too. But so should he be in a relationship? Is the question. If you cheat, you shouldn't be in a relationship. No, because I, I think that, it, and and also it depends on some people's backgrounds, some people's stories. Some people even never even had sex before they even got married. That's one. But even for the people that, 
understand that I could have been with the best dick of my life, but he was treating me like shit. And I met someone that gives me everything that I want and maybe not give me that. But it has to be, it has to be a standard. Like, I'm not saying, like, when I, I say know, the I intimacy been there is yet, lacking, so. I'm not saying, like, they on a, on a scale of one to ten, they had a one. No. Like, they gotta be, a, I would imagine. Say, like, they're a seven and yeah, you are used to a ten. And sometimes they, they could go as high as an 8.5. On a good day. On a good day. Okay. Right. I but it's still not the 10, but that's what I'm saying. That's like saying that you've had filet mignon and now you just want to go and get Applebee steak. 10 to 7, but 10 to 7 is 3. 10 to 1 okay, is Okay, I wouldn't even put 10. Applebee steak as a 7. I would probably put... I I'm about to say, don't even do that because that Ugh. shit is dry Oh my God. Fuck. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, I'm just saying like, I, people... Would you, would you say that the person who... Steakhouse or Longhorn. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you go Roof Crest, then you go to like Longhorn or something like that. Yo, I had a friend who was like. <laughs> when we go to this segment, I'm going to refill. So, like, once this segment is over, I just want to tell you that. Go ahead. <laughs> Why you got to do that, man? It's going to make so much work in editing. But check it. Listen, all I'm saying, and not really. If. You would do you think that the person who, like I said, all the person who finds the person that like checks all the box boxes, but the intimacy box, the intimacy, the intimacy box, that's crazy. The intimacy box has to be at a certain level for them in order to stay in that relationship. Mm -hmm. But if it's not, do you think that they could be in a relationship? Yeah. In denial? It's not about being in denial. It's, that sounds it's, like denial. It's not denial. It's that. Um, what do you put intimacy at on, in in a ranking for a relationship? And I'm, I'm not talking about love. I think languages. it starts with chemistry. Once you have chemistry, that's that's one thing. Mm-hmm. After that, then it's like you know, d- does our body complement each other when we're intimate? But at the same time, people learn each other's body at different times. Maybe even being the comfort level. So if you check all these boxes and we might be at a seven and maybe you might give me an 8.5, that gives me a moment where I realize that I could work at a 10, but I'd rather work with my 8.5 that checks all my boxes than deal with the 10. What the highest that he could give you was a four? Why was I there? Because he checks all the other boxes. Then that's then my, then they're not all my boxes. That's not my box. Now my boxes. That's, so that's what I'm saying. You, yo, you be agreeing with me. I don't understand what you're saying. Because I'm saying, do you you would agree that the intimacy level needs to be at a certain level in order for you to move forward with that relationship? No, because I'm about to give you like I'm about to give everybody. I'm about to start potting. I dealt with a man with a really small penis, like a small penis. Okay. So what I'm trying to tell you is that what was his sex level though? It didn't matter. It, I, I, it, did, it does. No, matter. most of the time I didn't feel it. It didn't matter. It didn't. It didn't matter. It was just that I was into him and he was into me, and I decided that I wanted to be with somebody with a small penis, and it, the penis was so small it was stupid. But he was sweet, <laughs> and he still found a way to get me off. It was like maybe I kind of like rubbed my like my like clit on onto like the penis at some point where I kind of like combusted or something like that. Combusted, like I'm a. I'm a oh my god. No, but I'm serious. So it's not like... So even though the sex wasn't, like, great, yes, we were together. I've done that. 
But the thing was that I ended up, I ended up being, I went back to my ex. I was like, he checks all the boxes. He's amazing. He has a car. Like at this time, I think I was like early, mind your business. But he, like, he had a car. Like, he had a little change in his pocket. But that because but that's not always important for everybody. I know women I that you. don't care for sex. I was talking. I was. Oh thinking, no! I was if everybody knows you. me at this point, I've been praying for a nut. Obviously, I I can. I you cannot you tell me that I'm about to race. spend the rest of my life with a man that's not gonna make me come. And then hypothetical. But God forbid anything happens to me, I'm supposed to stay by his side. He ain't never made me orgasm. Oh mm-mm. no, thank you. Mm-mm. No no no. No, no, no. We can't be broke and I'm not nothing. We got to figure can't it out. Be broke no, because and you. That, because wow. my idea is that I'm always going to make money and my partner is going to be a multimillionaire. We're going to build businesses and an empire. But the idea that everything's been taken away from me and the one thing that I know that we can do without any type of money, thought, or feeling is have sex and I can't even get that right. Broke and not nothing is the name of this episode. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You can't do both. You got to pick one or the other. Broke and not nothing. <laughs> that is, that is. That's crazy because I was thinking, I was, I was thinking something else. That is hilarious. I think we're good with this topic. Okay. My topic is, do you remember your first crush? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure do. What about that first crush? <laughs> Do you remember them? Tell me how you met them. How how did you know that they were your first crush? What what makes it them your crush? Did we, you want to talk about what a crush is? Yeah. All right. What is a crush? Only because is it like you shot your shot, or is it a crush? Is it like just an internal thing? Like, oh, I like you. <laughs> oh, I like you. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. But is it like, is it just like a a simple thing? Is like, I like you, but you don't know I like you. So I do weird shit. Mm, I think there's levels to it. I think that a crush initially is just showing interest in someone, even if they don't know. And that's just like telling somebody that you're interested in someone. Like, I think somebody's cute. Greg or whatever. Like, that That initially makes them my crush. They may never know. I may have never interacted with them. So, it's the absence of knowledge of the other person that makes it a crush? No, because I think that um, a crush sometimes can still be someone who knows that you're interested in them, but may not be in a position for them to reciprocate that feeling. So, both parties know that I like you, but the other party doesn't act on it or I don't act on it? No, that they... Okay, so let's say... Okay, so in a crush scenario in that in that sense would mm-hmm. be... Um, I'll just... We'll just use us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's weird. Okay. Um, she likes... She, she tells you that she likes you, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay. But you don't really like her like that. Okay. And you told her that, like, I appreciate that you like me, but I'm not really trying to date right now. I'm, you know, kind of busy. So you crushed her. Sure. I knew he was going to find a way. But basically, like, so it doesn't take away that she still has a thing for you, that she's attracted to you. So the crush still remains. Yes, because it's not, it's not, I think a crush stops happening when it's reciprocated or 
you decide that you're no longer interested in that person. Mm. Okay. I can see how. Or even like like fairly in the in the beginning stages of dating, I think I would say that's still kind of crushing on someone because at this point you're still getting to know them, learn them. Is a crush a fantasy? Uh, no. Why wouldn't it be? That's what it sounds like. Because you fantasize about being with this person. No. Okay. Okay. What? What? Not. Not. Okay. Just everything is not sex. I didn't say that. I did because I don't. I again, I'm not the person that like I don't. Well, when you crush true. on someone, you don't fantasize about being with them? That's not true. I guess it gets, just depends on the levels of crushing, but I guess. A guy be I, fantasy. I because of, I guess, because then you are interested enough to actually want to interact with them, be with yeah. them. Like, I understand what you're saying. Yo. I just got Gigi to agree with me on the podcast. The it's first not time that I, I don't agree with you, Greg. You I be agreeing agree with you, Greg. No, you don't. All right. I feel like my lips ain't right, Greg. <laughs> I'm about to get back up. I don't feel right. Let me see. Why don't you use your phone? That's what I'm about to do. Look, look, let the whole cameras just see you looking at your phone. I don't like this. I don't like it, Greg, but it's okay. Yeah. I told you to get up get your drink. I know, but when I got up get my drink, I, in my mind, my lipstick was right there. Ooh, and it wasn't. No, no, it was. I just totally forgot because I decided to go to the left instead of the right because it was on the right side instead of the left side. Mm. I saw what was on the left side and I said, eh, that matters more right now. That's rough. Yo, shit gets hard. Um, so, yeah, crushes. Crushes, yeah. I think that when <laughs> uh, fantasize about being with them. I think definitely I, I can see it. Like you want to like get to know them, of like, I guess. But it, you make it a little creepy when you say it like that. So, but I understand what you're saying. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. We live in a creepy creep world. But yeah, because I'm also thinking about like when. No, you're right. Because when I was crushing on my first crush, I thought we would have had like kids together. We I felt like we were gonna like grow old together, and I was probably like what like eleven or something like that. I was like. Young, I was so young. Mm. You know what? My first crush was in kindergarten. I it probably was it. even younger. It's probably like eight or nine. I was like in uh maybe even seven. You I was in the name of your first crush? Yeah. His, Me too. His name was Nicholas. Ivory James. He was so he had glasses and he was like smart but geeky, but still like cute. And we was like I was in Saturday school. Do you remember Saturday school? No. Oh, okay, so yeah, no, like I was like overly educated. <laughs> Every time what? I did, thought I did something fun, it was always had to deal with education. Um, so there was like a program going on in Jersey City where you would um, attend school and then you would get to choose different programs and to learn different things. You can do swimming class, you could do photography, you could do writing. Like, what you choose? I chose photography, swimming, and. Photography, swimming, and I always wanted to go in the water. But it was something else I did. How were your photography skills? It was trash. We Cut was the using, programs. We was using, um, what? <laughs> we was using, this is when they had the Fuji cameras. Mm. You know, ironically, I take a lot of pictures. I've never taken a picture on one of those. Yeah, I, we, we were taking on the Fuji cameras. Um, 
I'm trying to think. There was another class. But anyways, um, whatever class I was in, I know that he was in one of those classes. And I used to think he was, like, so handsome and so cool. And I would tell my mom about him. And I'm like, oh, my God, mom. I was like, because that's like, okay, I'm giving out too many information. But anyways, I was like, he is so cute. And even got to the point where, like, I tried to memorize his mom's license plate. And I was like, maybe if I memorize it, like, there would be a day where I would. I'm a creep. Well, yeah, I was young and I knew that like I was going from like I grew up in Jersey City, but I've also always lived in Irvington at the same time. So like for me, like if I met somebody that was in Jersey City, there's a possibility I'll never see them again unless like we were in the same vicinity because I'm not always in Jersey City. And so like I would think that there would probably be a time that we would run into each other. And I know that there was like a time I think it was like at like Macy's or something like that. And I was like telling my mom and I was like, oh, my God, mom. That's him right there. And he was so I never told him that I had a crush on him. Really? Yeah. I never I never told him. I, I built a whole life with him and I was like, our kids are gonna be amazing. <laughs> They're gonna one of them is gonna deep. wear glasses. He was just so cute. And he wasn't even like big like even to know like my attraction now and who he represented. I just think it was his intellect that really like got me going. Until this day, I don't know if you've ever known that I've had a crush on him. Mm. My first crush, I don't think, knows that I had a crush on him. Well, if you're listening now, Nicholas, shoot your shot. Don't shoot it, please. At GQ Curly 7 on Twitter. Relax, Greg. They know. We tell them every time. It's in all of our marketing material. Mm-hmm. Yo, my first crush, mm-hmm. Ivory James. And what's funny is... I said Ivory Greg. I said, oh, she was made for you. Daydreaming and I'm thinking of you. Yo, Daydreaming I could tell I'm you some stories you. about Ivory. In kindergarten? <laughs> kindergarten. Yo, we was... Nasty. What is wrong listen, with y'all? Listen. What is y'all, four? <laughs> five? How old are you in kindergarten? Six, maybe? I don't know. No, no, um, no. You have a child. You know how old you're supposed to be in kindergarten. How old is, How old are you supposed to be in kindergarten? She's going to be five. Five or six. Yeah. Greg, think about that. <laughs> oh, MG, you know what? I think I definitely was 9 or 10. Now that I'm thinking about it, I definitely 10, 11. <laughs> what? Two, there's two things about like kindergarten that I would always remember vividly. One was in class. It was me, my boy Anthony at the time. I'm talking like, like we were older. My boy Anthony and... Ivory had a friend named Katrina. Me, we... <laughs> Go, Greg. We used to sneak under the table. <laughs> in kindergarten? In kindergarten. Yo. You're not in the first grade, second, third. Nah, kindergarten. Not even the fifth grade. Nah. We used to sneak under the... We used to do wild stuff under the table. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yo, kindergarten in PS41 was crazy. And then I went Greg, to PS40 for Saturday school. You need to stop saying Saturday school like it's a badge of honor. Yo, you guys didn't do that. You guys didn't even have like, there was also like a summer program. That's how I ended up being also in a summer program where like I got to work and I got to go to school at the same time during the summertime. Mm. Resources, opportunities. That's why I like, just to let you guys know until I don't know if you know, that's why my mom didn't care for me to work at that place. She was like, you have all these opportunities to do this. I'm like, why are you wasting your time? (laughs) Yeah, at this place. She was like, you have networking capabilities. Like, you have this space. And I was like, but I love this space. I loved how I felt here. Like, 
You know, like it not only was I helping little little people, I also was, you know, feeding into myself and I thought it was really, really dope. But she just yeah, she, she no, she she didn't care. No, not at all. She, I remember that time. She was just like, Why are you here? <laughs> Did you see when she pulled up on that? No, you probably wasn't there. You always be going. I like, probably was there, just didn't don't remember it. Or I was just too young. Probably. Okay, go ahead. But wait, the second time was kindergarten graduation, and she wore this dress and did a spin, and the dress came up, and I thought it was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, you know when people spin in their dress and the dress Like a little up. spinner. Sure. I don't know. It's because you saw her booty? Like, what did you like? No, I just thought the dress was cool. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen at the time. I'm in kindergarten. At this point, you guys are going under tables. I don't know what you guys are doing in kindergarten. I am talking to my kids. You, you wouldn't believe. There's no baby shark over here. Ain't nobody swimming over here. <laughs> <laughs> stay, stay on land. Ain't nobody getting wet over here. Okay. Shit, we wish Coco only mommy, mommy, and daddy shark is supposed to keep you swimming. Y'all supposed to stay on land. My job business. Shit, we wish Coco Bella was available at the time. Mm-mm. What? <laughs> Might have, we might have had different kind of things to, to, to think about. No, thank you. Nap time. Ooh-wee. Yep. You know what? Um, I really, I just want to say to you, I can't take away your experience. <laughs> something obviously happened that allowed you to feel like you were able to sexualize yourself so young at that age. At that age, and for some people, people feed their sexuality at different ages. So I'm, I'm not even trying to offend you if you are tapping into this, if you ever tap into this. But I would want to say is that I don't think it was okay that, like you know, even for m- my child to even want to explore themselves, I wouldn't want them to explore with anybody else in kindergarten. I still want them to be able to, like you know. Yeah, as a parent, myself, absolutely don't want that to happen. Absolutely. Like, but even just understanding just, you know, like, the little girl and understanding, like, what is she doing? Like, what, where is she getting that where she's, Ooh, what is she receiving? really bad now. Well, at this point, like, you're, 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 you're a child, too. So it's not like I'm not putting you in, but it's, it, it, it puts you in a space where you're like, where does she, where does she, what happened to her where she felt like, that is okay or where it's something where she's able to receive it. I'm not saying that kids don't play around or explore, but it seemed just by your story just seemed too adamant. It it didn't, it, it seemed too natural mm-hmm. for her. It didn't seem like, Oh, like I'm curious. I'm going to start touching it. And, oh my God, that's the thing. It seemed more that she seemed really familiar. She never touched my junk. I didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't. <laughs> I don't even, I don't know what happened. I'm just saying is that you guys went under whatever tables at this. At... <laughs> you gonna be canceled? <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. Like, I 1000% understand what you're saying. And even, like I said, as a parent, of course you don't want, you don't want your kids to be exposed to these things. Like, especially at an early age, that's why I'm so against sex education before high school. Should not happen. See, and and I think I'm torn now. 
And this is mm. the thing. This is this is why. Because I think there's a difference between sexual education and understanding about sexuality. Because of the world that we're in and how, how much the internet is, is free and you're able to kind of literally Google. I've seen kids on YouTube find Lamborghinis and I'm like, how do you know how to spell that? You're three. Like, so the idea that they should understand... Because I, 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 I get it. To understand sexuality is to get sex. But the thing is, is that if... And people in, in Europe, uh, specifically Amsterdam, and, and I saw it firsthand, they are not, or they don't have an issue with sexuality when mm -hmm. it comes to providing that to their children or showing it. Mm -hmm. It's it's literally like seeing titties or an ass or a penis. Like it, it's not something that seems vulgar. It's not something that's hidden. They understand it, and they also understand that it's not something to over-sexualize either until it's sexualized. And then they also have the conversation with their child about sex. So, and even like when I, when I went well, to Amsterdam- having the conversation? The parent. Mm. But I realized that all parents are not taking those initiatives. So yeah. I can't just say that it's put it on the parent because then now we're putting that same space with the parents that are teaching their child, whatever they want to teach them, yeah. Into the schools, into into these spaces, in these public spaces, yeah. where now for the kids that are not having these conversations are receptive to whatever was told. So I don't want to be the type of person that just points out the problem without giving a solution. Okay. If you want to teach sex in school, mm -hmm. I just think you should be hand in hand with parents. And I get it. Every parent isn't hand on hands on with their kid, but I think you can send. A memo to the parents say, hey, this is what we're about to start discussing. I don't think it's a memo. I think they school. should provide the curriculum in itself. A memo to anything. Like something. Just give the parents the heads up. Hey, this is about to happen. And this is what we're about to start yeah, teaching. Yes, so if you decide to and keep them in you, school that, that day. The, yes, I agree. That's on the parent now because we've told you. Yes. Like, that's all. Speaking as a parent, that's all I would want to do. I agree with you. Like. I agree. You could teach it, sure. But. The thing is, let me know that you're about to do this because, one, we may have different um, ideologies. Yes, and that's why I think that it's just more about a memo. Don't tell me, like, hey, we're having sex education week. You decide to keep your kid in school. Yeah. I want you to provide me with the curriculum of what you're being taught to my child. Absolutely. Because what, I, what, what you're teaching is may not... I may agree with you with with some things, but there's many things I'm not agreeing with Absolutely. you. I don't want to say, okay, just because they told me this is what they're doing, but they're not providing me with what information that's provided. No, there's a curriculum. You obviously have to go through a syllabus and whatever that you're teaching because it's supposed to be universal in that sense that you can't tell me that you don't know what you're telling to my child. So then it gives me the option to say, I'm going to allow my child to participate this week or whatever days and not. So I agree with you. I think Absolutely. that the child... But I think that the idea that even cartoons, social media, everything has allowed either some type of relationship. Um, That's why I've kind of softened my stance on, even though I even just said it in this episode, I kind of softened my stance on when sex education should be introduced to a kid. Um, I think I'm just more about just letting the parents know first. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying like that too, like... Rah. I think that any time that your child is ready to go out into a society and you're allowing them to um, no longer, you, you know that you're no longer their primary guardian because mm -hmm. you're allowing someone else to take care of them. No, they shouldn't know about sex, 
They should also know what's not okay. Absolutely. If you could teach, if you could bring dare in at fourth grade, like I think it's funny that we all. If you ever been, you ever like had a dare cop come talk to y'all? Yeah, but I know still people that own that shit. So I just think it's so funny. But I, I, uh, I almost remembered the cop's name and I forgot. So I touched the cop good and he popped me. I would have popped you too. He was standing next to me. I was like, he said. Don't ever do that. I said, hey! I could have sued him. He hit me. You you know, you, he could have he arrested you. As a kid? <laughs> it's not 2023, but... Yeah, you're right. That was fourth grade. Wait, what, what school you were going to? Fourth grade, 15. Oh, I was like... Mm, okay, I know the precinct that's by there. So that's... Nah, you probably would have been fine. I know the precinct. It's because... Um, okay. <laughs> Fun story. Because I worked at uh, Foot Locker and Hudson Mall at one point in time, there were times where we needed police there because they would have like people on lines and stuff like that. So different districts, depending on the release, not even different districts, usually around that area, would um, come over there. And then that's how I would meet and know the cops. So that's how I know them. It's not really like, oh, my God, I've had trouble. It's just I've interacted uh, with them working at Foot Locker. Okay, sure. Contrary to you, know, I've never stood on line for a sneaker. Me either. Never will either. You know what? That's not true. I have, but that's because I needed a, another pair. And although allegedly it was guaranteed, I needed to make it seem like it wasn't. Oh, got it, got it, got it. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I was standing online like waiting. It's like yeah. I had to stand online to save face. Yeah, I've never stood online for a sneaker, never will. Yeah, and that was okay because I didn't have to stay, like stand outside and but I still had to stand. I definitely <laughs> did have to stand. <sighs> um Oh, that we did our crushes. I know. Shout out to you, Ivory. Hi Nicholas. Nicholas, if you're watching. I thought we were gonna have babies. I think he only had like his mom. Only saw him like with his mom. I've never seen him with his dad, but I always felt like you know what he, he looked like today. No, I think he. Out? No, I would be because I don't remember his last name. Was he? What school? I don't know. Remember, I was going to a Saturday program, so it was different kids from different oh. schools going to this program. That's why I never saw him. Like it wasn't. It was only Saturdays. I didn't. And maybe even if I knew the school, I, I can't say that I remember now, but. I I we, we never saw each other. I don't want to. We can. I I don't want. To. He's I, he's not even on the attraction level that I have anymore. How do you know? Because I know what I'm attracted to. But what if? What if? What if? He has six baby kids, mamas, and three kids. You sure? Six baby mama and three kids. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm good, Greg. You want to find Part Ivory? I was upset that I had to think about that too Six long. Six and three kids? Yeah, that sounds crazy. On so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I am really mad that I had to think about that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm totally fine. I think that him being my crush, like, I think that was cute to just know. I, I personally just like the idea that I was able to, like, share with my mom how, like, like, Giggity, I was about having a crush on a boy that I know that I only saw once a week, mm. once a weekend, and if he showed up. Because sometimes we weren't even in the same 
the classroom. Sometimes they split up the classroom depending on how many kids showed up. So sometimes I would never even see them until like yeah, your mom even had to wake you off a Saturday class. And she was just up. You no, was that's ready. Not true. She had to get me there. It was leaving. That was a problem. I never have a problem with getting up. No, no, no. I, I never have a problem with leaving. <laughs> it's getting me there. That's the problem. Mm. I don't have a problem with leaving. We could leave right now. Mm. But getting there, I, I, I attest to that. Mm, 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 mm. Don't, don't. I'll get there. She leave everything, y'all. We good? I won't be late for my wedding. Yeah, right. Ready? Yes. All right, 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 all right. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode with mm-hmm. us. We are now at the part of the episode where we talk about, sorry, conversation. We're at the part of conversation where we have a new dialogue. New dialogue is just a part of the show where we have mini banter about something that we found interesting this past week. Would you like to start us off? Should I start us off? Go ahead, Greg. All right, so I will start us off. So I completed listening to Stephen A. Smith's memoir. I should have went first. Okay, sorry. Well, she's salty, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, I just believe that. What you believe? That the Greg, when Greg, even before the book came out, Greg, he was telling me he was gonna go. Oh, I was gonna disrespect you, Greg, and I'm so sorry. I'm not gonna do that because that's it's not even that deep for me to say what I was gonna say. I just want to tell you that no, no, you don't, because you'd have been like, what was that for? You went crazy. If you want me to know, tell you, if you care enough off mic, I will say it. But don't get offended at that point because I didn't say it. Anyways, they told me that you want to get this book. I said, all right, Greg. I said, you know what, Greg? Because I am aware of Stephen A. Smith, I was like, I'll I'll read the book with you because then we can even talk about it. Mm -hmm. Off, on mic, whatever. I'm with it so then we can finish the book. I love audibles. Why not? Mm -hmm. I bought the book, Greg. What? I bought the book. Okay. I waited for you to say, gee, I'm about to... I told you I was getting a book on Tuesday. I don't know what that means. What did... Greg. You knew I wanted to read the book. I said I'm getting a book on Tuesday. I'm just going to let it sit there. No, Greg. You can say, DJ, I'm about to start the book. It's not like you're opening the book and you're reading it now because also take this into consideration. Well, not like you're reading, you're reading the... And even if that was the case, you'd be like, DJ, I'm reading the first chapter. And I'm like, all right, let me press play. You didn't. You decided that you wanted... I finished the book. Now I have this book that I was waiting to read with you. Hey, you read it already. But, that's okay. We don't belong to a book club, Jesus. We could have. <laughs> you took that away from us now. The first book that you've read in probably like years, we could have definitely... Whoa, like. In, I read my Bible often. On his phone. So a book... Is it not? Is it not? Um, um, Is it not? Yes, Greg. Anyway, um, yes, I read, uh, I finished the uh, Stephen A. Smith memoir. Oh my gosh, Greg, you finished the book. Oh, uh, but check this out. Um, The book was great. He was great. I thought... And he recorded the book in his own voice, so I thought that was even fire. Um, 
Straight Shooter, I would recommend it. But I did take a clip from the audio book, um, and I'm going to talk through it so we don't get sued. But I thought it was a very good quote that he... Um, that play it, Greg. Book. I'm going to play Sorry, it. Sorry, just soon. kidding, y'all. Wow, I'm just a little angry rough. at him. And the reason why so many of us are frustrated today is that we are pacing around in really? the cage of a job are or we? a life or a situation That's what I'm talking that about. has limited us. Mm. We may not have the background for it. Mm. We may not have the training for it. No, we. But our instincts tell us that's where I we're supposed to be. Out there. That sounds like a Absolutely. like your passion. That sounds like your purpose. That sounds like you know, like that's where you're supposed to be. Yes. And I feel like that was it. It's it, it's a sentiment that I feel like has been told from different people in different walks of life at different times. It's just like when you hear it, it speaks volumes depending on where you are. But I totally agree, and that's why I think that that's why purpose and passion and even like that our stories are written is that things get removed from us even without our actual control. And that means it's because there's other things that we're supposed to be doing and we are clearly not seeing it. And sometimes we get lost in the space of, we was talking about the tiger and just understanding that like, I know that there's something more than here. But all you've been giving me, yeah, but you've only given me this and I'm supposed to accept it because you feed me, make me sure that I'm okay. And I'm supposed to sustain this at this point in time. Like once, if I break out of here, like I can conquer all this shit. Never give y'all niggas money. Oh, that was like your two thing. That's where you're going. No, but I just put those two together. The reason why that was like, that was just, I guess when I heard it, I was like, dang, that's crazy. So... I've been having some self-doubt just about um, I am going to a really high position at my job that I don't have all the experience for. And I started to feel like, eh, I'm probably not supposed to be there. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense for me to make that big of a jump. It's a real big jump. But after hearing that, it was like, it was like hearing that and then meeting that I had this morning, which is like confirmation of like, nah, nigga. You meant for something else, and I think you're meant for that. And I don't know. I've been this past like month. I just been like feel like I like I've been wallowing around a cage professionally, and it's like why is that? Oh, that's very good because um maybe because I've been like in my own shit that I haven't really seen that in you, but I've also seen you like try to put distractions around you at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and never take second guessing like like what your path is like but what I want you to always realize about yourself is that you kind of usually get what you want like once you set <laughs> yourself through that tone um, so to hear you say that I definitely can understand that because it's like unless you know there's certain like things that you're looking for but you kind of check all the boxes if I'm I'm just thinking about it on a and, 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 and you're right, because that's usually... On a logical like, basis, but if because... I set my mind out to something, I usually go yeah. for it and I get it. But, I mean, I'm, I'm human and I, I have those those moments. Yeah, I think that anything... And I think just that quote of what, like I said, this meeting that I had this morning was all just, like, one confirmation, just a reminder that, like, nigga, you good. You can, you can do this. Yeah, I, I and I... It, it even go back to you and even to what it was saying is that, like... Um, 
the experiences that we're a lot of the experiences that we have is because people are giving chances in our in the beliefs that they have in us because of what we've already accomplished at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And although I can see how you may have doubted yourself, it's just it's and I think it's it's you not you're not seeing you outside of you. I think it's you just seeing you and like this is what I do. So I mean, like this yeah. is my greatness. But I think if you see you outside of you, seeing what you've have just done not just for yourself but for this organization in itself that's a no-brainer to even consider you yeah i agree right like you're like the person that's like yo like you're supposed to get the grammy so you you're definitely going to be a nominee regardless of the fact of who Mm -hmm. wins because you've earned that right to even be considered yeah absolutely i would absolutely agree with you and yeah, just like I said, it was just a, a, a I good talk reminder. Hands a lot. That 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 I thought that quote was dope, but I think a lot of people should 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 listen to to what he was saying just about um, they put tigers in a cage for a reason. Like I think that's very profound when you think about it because he was what he was getting at. Like well, you heard the quote um, more uh, before even that part, but he was like, you put a tiger in a cage because a tiger's instinct is that there's something bigger out there. So, like, if they get out of that cage, who knows what's going to happen with that tiger? And I think that could be... I think that's true for a lot of us. Like, I think a lot of us are caged in to situations, whether it's relationships, whether it's jobs, whether it's just just any type of situation. I think we're, we're, we've caged ourselves in a sense, too, that if you break out of that cage, ooh, you don't know what's going to happen. I think you should take that risk and figure it out. I like how you put that because then I don't, I didn't even see that spin to it until you put that into perspective. Is that like it's not even what people have put you in, it's what you have allowed you, like mm-hmm. you put you in. Sometimes you're the person that's walking into the cage and closing the door. Absolutely. I'm going to share another quote with you from this book. That's okay. Let's go. Let's do it. I have it if you want me to play it. Let's play it. You already have it. I do. Oh, you use it like do the bookmarks and things. No, well, I I screen record a lot. Oh, okay. You know you can bookmark it. I did. In there. Okay. Why'd you even bother telling mommy, she said. You know she's going to look at you and make you look at yourself before she even thinks about anybody else. Mm. When are you going to learn? I had to laugh at that. She was absolutely right. Own what you say and do, my mom always said. Stand on it, even if the fallout is something that is not in your favor. Mm. The the gist of that quote, or or, yeah, that section, was that, that, I guess, resonated with me was that he, his mom made him realize that, like, don't blame the police officers for being arrested. You got arrested because your license was suspended. If your license wasn't suspended, you wouldn't have been arrested. Probably just would have been pulled over. Who knows? I mean, we get, we understand, we understand who we are. Yes. Got D- it. DWB, we get yep, that. Yep. But, but then you'll have a, then you'll really have a, um, uh, uh, argument. Her whole thing was, I get like, don't give them the ammunition. Amen. Thank you. My mentor tells me that all the time. Sometimes I feel like I need to run that through my head mm. because that's something just as a minority that 
that is something that if you understand that the system or society is supposed to build for you to fail, then you're not supposed to give them ammunition for you to do that. Absolutely. And so if you are not going to provide them with a reason, then outside of that, then they have no reason and then they're at fault. But if they have a reason, even if they're not at fault, they still had a reason. Yep. And I get that. I've been in that situation, which is messed up. It's like, I did nothing wrong. But because of this, now I'm in this scenario. Yes. That's also called accountability. 1,000%. Yeah. Yes. And I thought, yes, that's the, I don't even, you said it. I ain't got nothing else to say. Yeah, that's exactly what really I took away from it. what it is. It's just this understanding that, like, shit is going to happen. Yep. But if you're not accountable for your part that you played into it, no one's going to learn. You're probably going to be in that same scenario again. Or worse. And, but that's kind of what I was talking about um, when we was talking about the whole weed laws. Like, I get it. Like, the the laws are unfair to, to us. But we, but you can't, but you can't. You can't feel. I'm trying to be trying to watch my words. The law, the weed laws that have been in place are definitely unfair. I think drug laws in general are just unfair to minorities because we know that those laws are made to put us behind bars, and I understand that. But my whole thing was, don't put yourself in a position to to get those laws put on you. And I get it. Even 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 in me saying that, I get that like. <laughs> systemic racism put us in a place where we need to put ourselves in, where we have to put ourselves in those situations to put food on the table for our families and I, and I understand all of that I really do I know it's not a black and white thing it's just oh I just believe that there's so nah, I can't even say that I yes I was just saying that there is an accountability piece to um, when someone gets arrested for a marijuana charge Versus just saying that it's just all about the, the law. Yes and no, um, because I get that. I get that. That That's like saying <laughs> I had alcohol in my trunk and you opened my trunk and now I'm getting charged because you found alcohol in my trunk. Uh-huh. Um, I think it, it's different in scenarios of, of marijuana charges no, because of how, of, no, of okay. how the uh, officer encountered the marijuana in itself. Um, there's some manipulation. Um, sometimes, like it's 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 it, 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 <laughs> sorry, my words. If the if the law it's, if the law says you can't carry an ounce of marijuana on you, yes. Why carry an ounce of marijuana on you? I'm not telling you that you're wrong, Greg. What I'm trying to tell you is that if Allegedly, I am parked and I happen to have marijuana on me. Mm-hmm. I haven't moved my vehicle. I haven't done anything except sit in my vehicle. And I've been approached by an officer. What did I do wrong to be approached? Nothing. So why am I now being interrogated and I now need to... Now, now my car needs to be searched. That's, no, I totally understand that too. Now, someone blatantly or going out they, their way. My thing is, so I get that. My thing is, you can search my car. You're going to find nothing because nothing's in here. Yeah, but even but why are you searching my car? Because one, my thing is, 
it's I, not I'm not. Right. Yeah, it's I'm not, not right. telling you that there are not such. It's like if I have a suspended license, why am I speeding? Right. Yes. It's, it's it's understanding the idea that if you are in a space where you may you're already in a situation, why add more fuel to the fire? And I feel like my, you're si- black. I get that. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm actually surprised that you even said that because we even got to a, there was a moment in time I don't ever remember and and if you don't want this here you can take it out but where we were driving you like because you never got pulled over like you never had the sense of like really worrying driving sometimes and it was just like ooh I I never had that fit well that's not true. I used to have that feeling until I got pulled over. For sure. And it kind of it turned my whole world around because it was just like me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how, how, and and for you to know that you haven't been in a situation where you ever felt like you were profiled puts a different experience to you mm-hmm. than for me when I was just like I've been profiled. So for me, anytime I see a cop, cop light, I get PTSD automatically, mm-hmm. and it throws me off because my experiences always turn out bad only to good, and it be pissing me off. I'm like, y'all was assholes, and now y'all talking about where I could go get something good to eat. Be pissing me off. No. And let me be very clear. I am afraid to be pulled over, still. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like... He don't drive like that. He drive like a white man. Who, Sorry. Who, who drive like yeah. a white man? No, I do... What do you mean? Use your blinkers? No. Oh, you say white people don't use their fingers. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, yeah, like we've seen we we've seen enough people lose their lives for a simple traffic stop. That doesn't just that doesn't fall on me. I mean, that doesn't not fall on me. Like I understand because of the color of my skin. Yes, it can happen. That's why would I've been pulled over twice in my whole life for speeding. Were they in sundown towns? Have, are you aware of sundown towns? Yes, I am. Um, are you aware no. of them, like, even till this day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, uh, no. Once I got pulled over on the parkway. Oh, okay. You, that's the... I got pulled over around the corner from my house. Oh, no, that that was because they didn't like your ass. Clearly. Yeah, that's but different. Even I remember those, that day. Even in those situations. Thank you, Greg. Both hands are at 10-2. Um, I am talking in, like, I am slowly talking. Like, the officer came to me, he was like, hello, I'm officer, blah, 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 and you are being recorded on this body cam. May I please have your license and registrations? I said, yes, officer. I am reaching in my glove compartment to get my registration. (laughs) I do not have my insurance card, but it is on my phone. My phone is in my pocket. So is my ID. Can I please take them out? Like, I am, yo. Yes. Nah. Also, like, um, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but usually, like, having it prepared already. So, like, knowing that, like, you'd have your phone, like, on your dashboard. Like, everything, like, on your dashboard already. So, when you are, you don't have to reach for anything. So, that's also, like, one of those safety precautions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, when, if that happens, what I would do, I would just put, like, my registration. And usually, like, I have... A license that I have with my registration. I'm looking at the camera like I forgot it. Yeah, I have a um a second license that I have with my registration, a license that I have That's with smart. me. And so like if that happens and I have my registration and my license, my insurance already in my booklet, I put it on top of Can the I license put you and on I game? go ahead. Yo, if you ever don't have your license but you have your registration, you're fine. Yes. And if the officer is a dick, 
that's when you get a ticket. Yes, but the car was not registered under yeah, me. Yeah, make sure you got your own car. You're right. You have to have the car make registered sure under car. you. What but that's how it? actually how I got away uh, this one time because this is the first time I was driving the car and I, it wasn't my car. And I didn't know that it was automatic, like you, you manual light. So my, my car, it was only automatic. So once... Once it got to a certain point of the day, the lights was going to be on or the lights was going to be off. Like, I couldn't turn it on or off. But in this car, you can manually turn it on or off. I didn't know that. So the, the lights were off and I was driving and I didn't I didn't realize it. And I got pulled over and I explained to the officer. I was like, this is not my car. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so-and-so's car. And that I didn't know that I could turn a car. And he was like, he understood. And then he let me go. And I thought that was really, really nice. Yo, every officer ain't a dick. No, every officer is not a dick. Some of them look really, really good. So, wow. Uh, so yes, there was on my this? block, there was this officer blocking, like, um, my street. And I was trying to turn on it. And I was like, I live here. And he was like, you know why I put my lights on? I said, yeah, but do you know why I still turn? <laughs> and he was like, where do you live? And I was like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh. And I was like, Okay. And he looked really, really good. I want him to tell me that he should meet me at the address that I told him. And maybe we could just look okay, at the cards together. what is your new dialogue? Oh. He was a handsome. I like a man in uniform. Bet you do. I do. Not gonna fuck niggas though. Um, my new dialogue is that I really thought men in their 30s were more mature than I've expected. To be honest with you, I know this is like off, but they still don't know what they want either. You would have thought. I, I'm just gonna give you guys a perspective of what's going on in the world. Is that like look for the go go to 40s and something like that? Maybe late 30. I don't know, 39. So I'm just saying that I still believe that men are still trying to figure out what's going on in their 30s right now if they haven't established themselves. So let them go do their thing. Skip the. Skip that decade and just keep going. It's a joke. <laughs> and I'm not talking for myself. I'm just talking like in general. Like nothing happened to me. I'm I'm fine. You sure? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm 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 actually fine. I'm just learning that being in a space where even if you're open to maybe or maybe not dealing with other people. It ain't it, man. Change your environment. <laughs> oh, shit. Because <laughs> it ain't. It's, I don't know. Leave the room? You know what? And I also realized that it's also your energy and what I'm probably, like, putting out there. Because I also found myself, like, you know, receptive at one point. But I realized, like, it's just bad energy that's just trying to remind me of a space that I don't want to be in. I don't think that I want that to be my new dialogue, Greg. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I want that to be my new dialogue. Okay. What I want to be my new dialogue. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> That's how I feel. Wait, I'm serious because it was that wasn't even that important to share at this point. So I wanna I wanna I don't know. I want, I want something that's more meaningful to me that when I listen to it, it means something to me. Oh, okay. So you there was this. Yeah, it made me want to pee. That makes me cry. Well, yeah, that happens too, but it also made me want to pee. Y'all make you want to pee? No. Uh, I don't want to pee on myself. 
Uh-huh. We had that conversation. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that with you because I'm not going to remind people of what happened to me. No. <laughs> not doing it. Not today. I want to find the quote. Sorry, y'all. Two seconds because this will probably make me feel better about myself because that wasn't it. I got a quote for you. What, Greg? I don't have a quote. I wasn't expecting you to put me in the spot. Just read, like, listen back to this episode. No, I'm ready. Okay, so. This I got off of Twitter. um, And it's from Paulo Coleo Quotes. That's that's what her name. I also read his book so that he also did The Alchemist. Um, It's first it hurts, then it changes us. I think that's a powerful quote. I think that even if it feels good, I think it also would change something. But we've also seen how pain is transformed and how it is manifested in other people. Sometimes for the great, sometimes for the good, sometimes for the indifferent, sometimes for the... But we also see that manifest. And I think that that is true. Um, But I also believe that there are things that still hurt even after it happens. I, I, it may change us, but it doesn't change and I'm still hurting. I'm so glad you seriously it out because I was not thinking about anything serious. Oh, like when I was talking like this? Yeah. I should have just ended it with the... No, 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 you're, no, no, you're fine because we, at first, like the, just the quote funny. itself, at first it hurts. Yeah. But then, then it, it changes, changes us. Uh, <laughs> that's creepy, Greg. That's perverty. That's nasty. How? Because what 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 are you talking about? What are you referring to? <laughs> creepy ass mother. <laughs> I should have like I should have just poured some more. I hope that means. Anyway. You know what? I agree though. It's like situations you go through, they they're painful at times. Yeah. But so- it definitely changes you. It can make you a better person or it could not. It just says, I'm glad you just But it also changes, changes you. you. Yeah, it doesn't change you for the better. It may not change you for the... It'll yeah. change you. Yeah. You won't be the same person ever again, no 1, matter how it plays out. Um, I agree with that. And point. I'm hoping that it also, like, teaches a lesson. For the most part. I think that's the goal um, when it comes to any type of failure or loss is that it tries to even teach you something that you never thought that you could have learned. Um, so, yeah. I want to use that. I'm going to figure that out. All right. But. That was a better take. Yes. Beautiful guys. We're brothers. Take us uh, home, Skippy. Oh, I'm sorry, Greg. I didn't. I, th- I felt like you was about to do something else. Like I don't know. I don't know what you were gonna do. Um. Hey, Greg. You wanna let them know how they can find us and how they can find you? Yeah. So I'm surrendering myself to the police, so you can find. <laughs> Yo, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram oh at GregDosa26 because my name is my brand. Or follow the pod at just a combo underscore pod. Hit us up on all the platforms. All of them. Every last one of them. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, we're on TikTok now. We're not on Facebook. Don't go to Facebook. That is the last place you should go. They might have like a scam. Like once we get to the point where people like really care about it, we might get scammed. This might Yo. be... They might scam. It's alright because we already got the business page for Facebook, so they can't really take the shit. Uh, but still, we're not. On we not on Facebook, but we on YouTube too. Yo, oh, duh, visuals. Duh, that makes sense, right? 
But some people still just listen. So if you like listening, but you also want to see how fine I look, go on YouTube. Oh, that's so amazing, Greg. Um, that was fake as fuck. <laughs> you didn't hear the tone in my voice? <laughs> Do you not hear the tone in your voice? Greg, thank you for letting us know how they can find you and how they can find us. No problem. And with that being said, my wonderful individuals, you can find me on Twitter at GCarly7, and that's G-Q-A-R-L-Y and the number seven. And if you forgot today, if someone didn't tell you today, if you realize that you're watching us and you didn't know we was about that life today, Take a deep breath because we just want to let you know that we want you to go be great.